0: It is said that there are about 15,000 draft beer taps in the trade in South Africa, and Gap Draft monitors the majority of these taps for the two major brewers. They can monitor draft sales volumes, the freshness of the beer, and they can check on the contractors responsible for sanitizing the lines. Up to now, they have been focusing on helping the big brewers, but their services are also available to craft brewers. My name is Holger Meyer, and this is Beer World. Kian Gogol, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you very much for having me.
0: Kian, uh, before we start, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where did you grow up and yeah, where are you from?
1: Uh, I was born in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I lived there, actually. <laughs> um, spent lots of time in different provinces, grew up a bit in KZN, spent a bit of time down in Cape Town. So I had a, a bit of a taste of it all, I guess, okay. from a fun coastal South African vibe and uh, the hustle and bustle of the city of Joburg.
0: Yeah. And your, I see I see your university education has got nothing to do with beer.
1: No, I, I was doing lots of uh, medical-involved things, trying to pretend that one day I could become a doctor. Um, and uh, basically, that didn't happen. And then... The beer bug caught me, I guess, and now I'm stuck here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how, you know, how, did you, how did you get involved with beer? Or was it just from this job? Um,
1: it's actually mainly just been... So I've been a bit of an enthusiast for a long time. Uh, okay. in, in, Well, I never used to drink beer, and then I did when it suddenly rum and coke didn't taste as good as I thought it would. and <laughs> Yeah, uh, basically... Um, Growing up in four ways and stuff like that, uh, in Pine soaps there used to be a bar called Lock, Stock and Beer. Uh, I mean, not Lock, Stock and Beer, called um, Beer House has now been replaced by Lock, Stock and Beer.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, the big yellow arches that Randolph had uh, created uh, did a whole free beer Friday type thing every single Friday for about five years. And I used to go there quite often, try out different beers, get to know people. And mm. that's pretty much where my, my, my love for beer came from, I guess. Um, trying out different things, different crafts, Mm. and really getting to experience it all. And then about three years ago, I was sitting at home and one of my friends invited me out to go play pool um, at a bar and went in there and started playing the game. And she was like, well, do you want a job? I'd been sitting around for a year. And I was like, yeah, actually, uh, I wouldn't mind doing something with my life. So (laughs) I don't know. I, I, uh, I said, cool, I'd love a job. She said, great, give me your CV. So uh, I handed her my CV and she took it to Gap Draft, a company I'm working at currently, and she handed it to our directors, Craig and Grant. And they said, cool, we'd like to meet you. They set up an interview with me and saw me walk in there with a, a flat cap on, a shark's t-shirt and a ponytail. And first thing they said, is, great, cool, we don't need you. We had a, a quick chuckle and a laugh and about two months later, I was living in Cape Town working for Gapdraft.
0: So I didn't get that. They said they didn't like the pony.
1: They didn't like the ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's all gone now Now for a clean shave of the head, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so I have up moving down to Cape Town to work with Gapdraft, which has been a really fun experience and journey. Uh, lots of movement. And now back in Fauteng again, which is really cool.
0: Okay. And you are the GM for Gap Draft. Yes. So tell us about Gap Draft.
1: Well, Gap Draft is a smart draft monitoring solution. We basically we, we we like to call ourselves the 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 godfathers of beer or the big brother of beer because we we help bars and brewers in controlling draft taps. South Africa has roughly fifteen thousand beer taps out in the country. So With the rollouts that we're currently doing, by the end of August, every beer tap in the country will be covered by gap draft from the major brewers and some smaller ones. So we work quite closely with the likes of SAB and Heineken. And then with a few craft brewers as well, we've done work with Devil's Peak, uh, Mad Giant, Um, some work with CBC. And basically what we do is we tell bars how much liquid is being poured through their beer taps. We can tell them exactly what they've run up and we can work out their variants instantaneously so that it stops uh, uh the shrinkage and the loss from potential theft negligence etc um in in the bar world and for brewers we work a lot more on um, strategic positioning and marketing of beer taps so where are your beer taps in trade? Are they competing against um, the right brands? Um, Is there a potential issue with the taps and the stuff that you have in trade? Are you marketing the wrong beers in those outlets? Because we can tell all of that by the volume you're pouring on these lines. We work closely for the other guys to make sure that that the lines are cleaned properly by the third-party companies that they have come and do this. We help them work on how fresh their beer is to make sure that every single time they're selling a keg, or they are pouring a keg of beer, it's not going off and then compromising the quality of the product that they create. We want to make sure that every time a draft is poured in South Africa, it's a premium, top-quality draft that has the exact flavor profile that the brewers intended.
0: Okay. Maybe explain a little bit how you do it.
1: Um, so, we work a lot with, with um, different types of technology, but basically, the long and short of it is we have a system that monitors the beer line itself mm. and then we count the draft that goes through the beer line basically um that's the, the easiest way to really describe yeah. what it is
0: look i mean flow flow meters have obviously been around for a long time but they they weren't smart
1: yeah no no <laughs> yeah the old the old water meters um that used to have that little digital display on them that you would have to to read manually and see where everything is, yeah um we've basically made those smart we We link them to telemetry units, and then we have a closed circuit system that then uploads the data to our cloud, and then we can do readouts of every single beer as it's poured quite literally as soon as that handle is pulled, I can tell you exactly how many mills land in the glass mm. per every draught you pour
0: okay and I mean, you you talk about temperature and things like that. Is obviously there's a there's a sensor in your in, in the line somehow.
1: Yes, um, we well we have different types of meters. Yeah. Um, temperature metering and temperature monitoring, should we say, is is a new technology that we're busy rolling out. Mm.
0: Um,
1: it's really really powerful, and the idea behind it is we can tell you exactly that the temperature of your beer is without having to guess. Really, you know you. You know what the temperature is in the ambient temperature of the room. You know what the temperature of the beer that you're pouring is. So you can work out things from a brewer' perspective, like are the coolers performing how they should be performing? Um, is the ice bank strong enough in those coolers? Are we doing so much volume that the current cooler we have isn't strong enough? Do we need to change it? Mm-hmm. There's lots of practical um, uses for it that we we really do enjoy. So it is something to look forward to.
0: Yeah, I think anything with, with data is, is interesting nowadays. Eh?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> we have so much of it. I mean, the, from a data perspective, it's really about how you can accurately use the data. Because, by all means, we will tell you that beer is being poured at 2 o'clock in the morning in your outlet. That's fantastic. But you know, what are you going to action it with? Mm. Is it a brand thing? Is it how you're you you, you your marketing your, your product? Um, is it Something that uh, a bar staff member just decided. Hey, you know, it's two in the morning. I'm walking out the door. I feel like having a beer on my way home. You know, there's there's different things that it can tell you, and different things that it does do. now uh, what we're really doing is we're we're taking away the need of somebody having to weigh their kicks all the time, to having to check on what their their theoretical variance is based on what their point of sale system is saying versus what they've poured. We really take all of the hard work out of it for you because we will tell you the exact literage because our flow meters are on your lines. We will then take it even further and we'll go look at your point of sale data and we'll compare the two to each other. And in some instances with some of our partners like Pilot, Micros, uh, Tablet POS, GARP, um, et cetera, we can get timestamp information and we can tell you the exact time it was poured and the exact time it was sold. So it really gets to the point of, Every single beer that you have is run up. You don't lose anything. Yeah. We've got beautiful stories uh, with some of our clients. I mean, guys that were losing 30 40% of the draft they were pouring uh, down to below 5%. I mean, the industry standard of loss, and loss not necessarily being from theft, loss being from overpouring waste to negligence to all the other kinds of things in between, like cake changes and foaming and the rest of it. We, we see an industry standard of between 20 and 30 uh, percent. And having the data of all of these taps installed in South Africa with flow meters on them really gives us a, a beautiful view of the environment. We, we like to say to the guys, listen, this is what your industry standard is. And we know that there is potential for you to make sure that you're saving some money. And the Cost of what we charge these guys versus what we save them is completely different. I mean, there's some bars that we save over two hundred thousand rand a month just with the use of our system. And at the end of the day, I mean, for guys like that, it, if it's costing them two grand, it's a lot for us, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's cool. that that we, yeah.
0: No, so it sounds fantastic.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 beautiful. I mean, it's I guess sounding it and seeing it are a bit different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we, we have a big client base we have, besides working with the brewers, we have a, a strong contingent of bars in South Africa that we work with. Uh, we work closely with some very big groups, which is very nice, uh, life and brand being an example of that. So if you ever go to a tiger's milk, give me a call. I can tell you how much beer lands in your glass. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very much an environment of GapDraft is here to help as many bars and restaurants as possible. Um, our relationship with Irvin, um, we work in his tap room and also on some of his taps out in trade, is we want to make sure that his fresh program, where his direct delivery to the outlets is being served well, that the draft out there is at the quality that Irvin expected to be at and that they're doing the volume that it, it, it would remain, um, be required for them to be considered a, an extra fresh outlet. Mm. You know, That's very much what our, our, our goal is, to make sure that the brewers are taken care of as much as the bar would be, because at the end of the day, it's, it's a, it's a unit, it's a, what's the correct word? Um, there's a unified uh, environment, you know, it's, there's no beer coming through the taps without the brewers and the brewers aren't selling the beer without the bars, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they have got home service and the rest of it, but that's definitely where we, we want to help as much as possible. Uh, working with the craft guys is lots of fun for us as well, because it's not like working with an SAB or a Heineken. It's, it's very much like, we only have 60 taps in trade for those guys. It's really important because those are the only things they have to work with. They have 50, 60 taps, that's Mm -hmm. it. And they need to make sure that those 50, 60 taps are pouring every time, 100% and they are getting the volume they need out of it. It's very, very important for them. So it's a bit of a, a relationship that we we like to nurture as much as possible with the craft brewers. We've done some really cool stuff, like I've said with Irvin, uh, Working in this tap room has been quite a nice revelation for us, seeing how craft brewers are are, are very different from your traditional bars. Their tap rooms are are precious to them. You know, it's it's a, a separate part of their business. It's it's something to show the world what they do in a controlled environment. Whereas in you, you go to these big guys, it's it's not just here, let me just pour six of the same draft down for you. It's really a journey that's going to experience, uh, in Yerba's case, an urban legend or a killer hop and, and really get the taste of these unique ales. Because, I mean, from what we've seen in South Africa's world, South Africans are very much lager-driven. Uh, we're not a very big ale society from a, a mainstream sense of things um the only two from a, an sab perspective that i can think of that aren't lagers are the uh left and who garden which are both imports mm. um so it's it is something that we do see uh i mean they also have the newland spring brewery which is their little craft thing which is amazing they make a, a jacob's pale ale which is also very delicious. So it's it's one of those things where South Africans are very much geared towards lagers, and that's what we drink. Mm. Um, it could be a heat factor, to be honest. I'm not sure why why we, we mainly drink those. I think maybe it's just what we've always brewed.
0: Sweet, uh, by been, no means do I know. Yeah, yeah, that's what's been available for so long. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, we were, you know. explain to me how. First of all, who's your client? Do both the brewer and the and the outlet or the venue are they both your client?
1: Yes, yeah, so we, we work with both very much. So they um, mm. they're completely separate clients, and they they work in two very very different ways. The the brewer is happy that you've bought the keg and you're going to pour the keg out. Mm. That's going to happen. Whereas the bar, you know that that's where the client, from that perspective, the bar client needs to make sure that every single drop they're pouring out is paid for. Yeah. So they are two very different worlds.
0: Because in a in a way, um, the the brewer wouldn't mind if even if the tap leaked, as long as the beer goes
1: <laughs> gets poured. <laughs> Have you bought six cakes <laughs> from me today? Great. Then that's great. You know, <laughs> it's not yeah. my fault that your guy lend his hand on the tap for forty minutes. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. Um, um, can we talk a little bit about the background how, or the story how did uh, Gap Draft start and who,
1: sure. and who um, started it so Gap Draft is I think we're about 8 years old now if I'm not mistaken Gap Draft started with uh, Grant McLashan and Craig Aiken two of my directors and the general story of really what happened was they were working and looking at fridge tracking or some version of tracking for fridges. And they were approached by another gentleman who said, could you guys apply this technology to beer lines? And after thinking about it for a bit, they're like, you know, actually, I think we can. So Craig landed up going to one of his friends. He owns Johnny's um, it's a Portuguese restaurant out in Denton square. Um, delicious food, by the way, the Fernando, thing you have to eat. Uh, they had two beer taps there and Craig said to Johnny, listen, Johnny, can we please put these on your lines? We want to start monitoring your beer and and seeing what we can do with the data. And Craig basically went back quite a few times, showing Johnny the data over and over again, saying, Hey, you're losing so much beer here. And some of it's from waste. And there's a little bit of theft. And how can we really help you out here? And piece by piece from, Starting with, I mean, Excel reports to pieces of paper to now a fully-fledged system that's automated to send you emails telling you everything before you wake up in the morning. That's how it started. It, it was a piece-by-piece a piece process of what can we do with the data? We can see how much is being poured. And now that's great. Now are they being sold? Okay, yes, some are being sold. Some aren't being sold. Some are being over poured. That's really how Grant and Craig got going with it. And then from there, they went to the the big guys, they went to the breweries and they walked into to SAB and SAB were like, okay, well, it's fantastic that you can give us all this information. It's really awesome. Um, however, it doesn't align to any of our KPIs. So we don't have any use for it right now. If you can make the data work for us, then we will use it. And that's what we landed up doing. Uh, Craig and Grant worked, very hard, very closely with the the likes of SAB and and SHP and all of those guys to get what they would like Mm. out of the information. And every every brewer is unique and every brewer is different. They want different information out. And slowly but surely, we got the pieces together of what they wanted. And that's how we got to, to work with them. And then from there, the goal has really just been, let's get out into trade. Let's go make a difference at a bar level because... That's where it really matters mm. because the the beer will always flow, but it's about making sure that the beer is actually paid for. It is actually going back into the pockets of the people who need it. Yeah, because it's it's not it's not cheap to run a bar.
0: <laughs> no, no, and it's, it's it's it must be very tempting to to uh, pour a free draft.
1: Uh, it's it's uh the the temptation's real. I mean I, I can I can speak from experience of, from being a student when you you're running around you got two hundred bucks for a night out, so you, you go to the bar, you you slip them a quick fifty and then suddenly you've got six beers in front of you, you know, because mm. how how are they being tracked? How are they being monitored? Yeah. You know? And that's really what it is, is making sure that those little holes, the bar leaks as we like to call them, uh disappear.
0: Mm. When when I worked for Bavaria Brawl, um Occasionally, the, the owner and, who was a qualified brewer would come to Kaiserin, and go into the trade and drink a beer. And he said there was a, there was a peculiar taste or a unique taste to all the Bavaria cro- uh, beer in Kaiserin. And he said it, the people liked it and he didn't really see a problem with it because it, the beer sold more in Kaiserin than anywhere else. But he said, you buggers don't ever clean the lines. That's why it's got a different taste in KZN <laughs> to,
1: to Joburg. <laughs> that's, that's a real thing, hey. Eh? Um, uh, we see it with guys who demand to clean their own beer lines. Because um, GapTrop System is designed to pick up sanitation as well. I mean, it's an automated process for us. We can see what beer lines are clean in the country. It's, it's quite an experience. I mean, uh, I, I won't ever name anybody here, but... Um, well, what I can tell you is that whenever I go out to, to a bar, the first thing I do is I open up my my, my phone or, or my app and I'm like, okay, cool, well, what am I actually going to drink here? What was actually cleaned?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that That is useful to the public. I would like access to that.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, if, you, if you pop me a watch that uh, wherever you go, I'll, I'll have a quick check. <laughs>
0: yeah that's a wonderful story because we we as a as a i mean we've got a whatsapp group between some brewers and friends and we always complain about dirty glasses and uh, and stale, oh, yeah. stale beer you know
1: it was never something I, I ever thought i would uh i ever thought i would complain about it. i mean now i get to a bar and they, they've served me a a Hansa Pilsner and an Amstel glass. And I'm like, this is the wrong glass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is not. I, I ordered a Hansa Pilsner. I'm pretty sure, you know, uh, and that kind of thing. I then mean, dirty glassware and is the line clean. It's it's just it's it's amazing how it just becomes part of what you do. Hey? So
0: as you a as what? a as a former beer distributor, the one thing that would be interesting to be to have automated uh, ordering systems. So if you,
1: that's exactly what I want to talk to you about. Uh, to okay. Finish. <laughs> uh, from a consumer level perspective, um, automated ordering systems, we are working with a, another company on, on a different distribution network system, but I don't know the ins and outs of that one so much. But from a, an automated ordering system for the beer consumer, we've been working on a beautiful product called beer Dash. Um It's one of our um, other brands that we work with quite closely basically the idea and the uh, the nexus behind it is you can sit down at a table and you can order your beer from your phone and it is delivered to your table. You get loyalty points and you get to have a whole beer centric experience or any experience where it doesn't even have to be beer in front of you. If the outlet's very busy and you haven't seen your waiter in 10 minutes, Hey, you just order your beer from the app and it's delivered. You know, that's, that's, it's really, really awesome. I, I urge Anybody that's in Chatsing to go try it out at any of the barons, um, because that's who you are working quite closely with. Even 011 Sanson by the Baron, it's it's really really cool. Uh, I absolutely love the power of it. I mean, we did a, a whole promotion out there with with Heineken. Basically, you they had a loyalty program grand prize reward where if you had used the Bev Dash app and you'd ordered Heinekens, you would enter into the grand prize of a, a five thousand rand loyalty program for them so the the app becomes your your one-stop shop for your beers your your drinks any drink really and also all your food because the menu items are there you still have to order the food from the waiters but you have a full immersive experience in your hand it's really really cool
0: Mm. yeah that's fantastic just repeat what you said so the 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 replenishing of draft is not is not something that you're looking at for the, for the, Not,
1: uh, we are working with another company to okay. to create an automated system for something like that. Okay. Um, just because we have all the stock control data, yeah. we can tell you how many kegs you have in your outlets. Um, we would like to be able to link that back and say, okay, well, these are how many are empty. Based mm. on the volume that you pour, you need X amount click. Yes. If you want to order, yes. you know, that's what we're, we're building towards. Um, so as we 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 progress with these things with the other company that we're working with, we we look forward to putting that out into trade uh, wow. once it's all complete.
0: Yeah, wonderful. For uh, an outlet, what does it involve to get on board with you?
1: So it's yeah, thank you. That's a very good question. Um, so for most outlets that carry Heineken or, or Sab taps, um, we are installed there for the brewer's purposes of your glassware. Okay, and you make sure your sanitation is done, and you are getting the draft you require. So we can quite literally walk into your outlet, have a conversation with you and literally turn it on that day. We can give you your login details. We can tell you how much it'll cost you. um, And we can go from there. Our costs work on a sliding scale. And basically it's dependent on the number of taps that you have. So if you've got, call it six taps, it'll cost you an X amount of money and we'll make sure that you um, can view every draft that you pull, depending on the point of sale system you're in, we will integrate with it. If it's not an integrated thing, it, it's not a train smash, to be honest, because the original version of the system wasn't. And some of our best clients today still don't use integrated systems. They prefer the fact that they're a little bit more hands-on and it still saves them 30, 40, 50 grand a month, depending on the outlet. Um, Gap draft is very much what we like to call a money-making tool by saving costs. So we will make sure that every draft you pull is sold. And if you need to get hold of us, it's, it's really quite easy. Um, we have a, an email that's sales at gap dash draft.com, uh, D R A U G H T.com. Um, or, you know, you can email me, my, my email is very much the same. It's, it's kian at gap-draft.com. And we will have our sales team come out and see you, show you how the system works, give you in-depth information of your outlet if we are installed there. So you are making an informed decision about real-time information that is actually yours. draft can show you a system that is linking to what you have done. It's not a theoretical yeah. because... I will pull your sales data, I'll pull your poor data for last month and we can pull your sales data and we can compare the two to each other and mm. we can go from there.
0: Yeah, it sounds like you've got the easiest job in the world.
1: <laughs> I think the <laughs> easiest part about it is that I get to go and fly around and have a beer every now and then. <laughs> but, but no, it's it's uh, it's it's an amazing job to have and it's, it's don't think it's an industry that I ever thought I'd see myself in, but it is an industry that. Has exceptional growth. yeah. And draft is probably the greatest weapon in any beer drinking or beer bar arsenal. You know, that's what it is. It's, yeah. You've got beer on tap. You can experience it in a 500 more glass and it's there and it looks pretty. It's not served out of a bottle. There's a bit of love and soul behind it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that's what makes it so special. And draft isn't as big in South Africa as it is around other parts of the world, but. It definitely is growing and from a craft beer perspective even the best way to have your, your your draft experience to have your your beer experience is to put it into outlets and let them really see what they can do yeah. you know show them the love and the tradition behind what you build because no one no one goes somewhere without trying something new at least once in their life
0: when when is it when does it start getting viable for a craft brewer to get involved with you
1: well, I'd say from uh, from inception, really, the moment you put a draft tap anywhere, I think it's viable. Um, the the cost pricing of that stuff, we very do much keep to ourselves from a, a, a perspective like that. But we, what I can tell you is that the information that we can give you changes the way you do things completely. I look at what we've done with Irbin; he's got a nice, decent amount of taps out in trades and the value that he gets out of using gap means that he knows that those taps are working. Mm. And when you're a small guy and you, you've only got one or two or, or three or five taps or whatever it might be, those taps are how you make money. You know, I mean, we, we, we need to make sure that those taps are pouring the volume you need. Mm. And if you're not pouring that volume, then, then another conversation needs to be had of, is this the right outlet for us? Yeah. Or do we need to push it in a different way? We, we do some work with uh, Shackleton Brewery Down in uh, the Western Cape, and very much the same thing there with with Steve is: this is what we've got installed, guys. This is what Gapdraft is doing for us. This is how it's helping us. You know, it it becomes a world of data is everything, and how we apply the data is how we make more money. And uh, my biggest recommendation for the craft guys from a, a Gapdraft perspective, whether you use us or not, is. The big guys out there are using Mm. thousands of data points to pinpoint how their beer should be sold on a ready day. Whereas you guys are just trying to get your draft to be seen. And the best way for you to do that is to try and find a data point that works for you. Is it that I should be selling it on a Tuesday or a Monday? Find one key thing that separates you from everybody else in data and you'll get something to fly.
0: Wonderful. Thank you for thank you for those tips. And you have uh, your website is gap dash draft dot com. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, what it's. I mean, uh, I can't believe that I've never heard of you, and I'm I'm very <laughs> grateful that <laughs> that Evan mentioned you in in, in passing, yeah. and uh, that we could connect.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely owe you even a beer. I can tell you that much. Um, and yeah, look, I mean, Gatsby's been around um, from a. We've been very brewer focused for a very long period of time. Okay. Uh, from a big brewer perspective, and now we're very much moving into the the bars and the outlets and the smaller guys, and that's really what we want to pay our focus and our attention. I mean, we we have we're not even part of the Restaurant Association of South Africa at the moment. You know, something we need to join, and it's we need to make sure that everybody knows what we do. Mm-hmm. and this is a great way for me to do it so thank you very much for the yeah. opportunity
0: and one more question internationally is there are there is there a lot of opposition to what you do internationally or have you started exploring going overseas
1: so overseas there is different companies like us okay. they do exist um the the biggest thing that i like to say is that if you can make it work in africa you can make it work anywhere mm. um so we are expanding. We're going up north into Africa at the moment. We are looking at going across to the UK. We've had some dealings in the Philippines and Singapore. So there is growth in other areas that we are very much working towards. Mm. And South Africa has a lot of very good potential and we look forward to getting as much done as we can in the market because you know, you might be the creator of something, but you've got to make sure that you're staying on top of what you do.
0: Mm. Yeah. Ken, thank you very much for joining us today.
1: Thank you. I really do appreciate it.
0: Thank you for listening to our stories here online. In the show notes, you will also find a link where you can subscribe to become part of our community and be notified when we upload our latest content.